Good morning, Calvary. It is so exciting that you are able to join us this morning. I want to welcome you if you are on our different venues and watching this morning, or maybe you're at home watching online, cuddled underneath your blanket right now and didn't make your way out here, but just want to welcome everyone. Excited to share today with you. Excited from that video that Pastor Chad just uh, shared. Isn't that amazing what's going on at Calvary? And I, I think it's kind of, you know, funny. God's got that sense of humor. That's, you see the, Pastor Chad talked about the numbers last week and we look around today and just kind of like, yeah, look at this. So, but that's just, it's cool. But that's exciting. And not just about numbers, everybody come here. But what's really exciting is watching the life change that's taking place at Calvary. That, that is amazing to watching people come and they're growing and, you know, they're getting plugged in. That, that's exciting. And, uh, and you know, again, this morning I'm excited to share with you, uh, share what I believe God's laid on my heart. And when Pastor Chad uh, asked me to share during this time and, you know, in this sermon series that we're currently in in bodybuilding, I got excited for the part of this is a part I get to share that is I'm very passionate about. Kids ministry has been uh, part of my life for the last seven years and, and loved it. And I never felt like I needed to grow up when I was in kids ministry, you know, and and but sensing that God was calling and doing something different and what I was passionate about and seeing that is connecting happen here at Calvary. And so today I want to talk to you a little bit about what is connection? Why? Why is it in, important to us at Calvary? And, it, and it's a big part of our vision at Calvary. You heard Pastor Chad say that this morning. It's part of that vision of life change. We believe life change happens when you connect, grow, and serve. And so we want to focus on that. We even made the staff changes so we have people over, over those different parts of the mission to make sure that's carrying it out. So this morning, if you have your Bibles with me, I'd love for you to turn with me to Acts chapter 2, uh, verse 42. Uh, this is a part where I want to look into the early church here. Acts is one of my favorite books in the Bible. Uh, a lot of things take place in Acts and, you, you know, where people are being filled with the Spirit. But also, you really get the, a good chance to see what happened with the early church and how we are supposed to be with an early church and, and get that history there. So Acts chapter 2 Verse 42 says, They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship of to breaking of bread and prayer. I want to share with you what the early church was devoted to. I want this morning to look at that devotion of the early church, of that fellowship and part they're talking about with one another, the importance of fellowship. And that word fellowship is used in the text. It's a, a part that they, they use a lot there. And, and back in the time, the word fellowship. Today, we take that word and we use more of connect or connection. That, that is our word. And, and that's what I want to focus on right there is that word connect. And uh, the early church was devoted to connecting. The early Christians met day by day in the temple and were eating meals in each other's homes on a daily basis. I believe that in order for us to grow like the early church did, we must again devote ourselves to connecting with one another. We need, to, we need to take some time and look at that and connect with each other again. And you might ask, well, say, what does connecting have to do? What is connecting for us? And I have a few things for you today, what I believe that connecting does for us. Number one, connecting <clears throat> builds the faith. Excuse me. Connecting builds the faith. 
We see clearly from Scripture the importance of connecting with each other and how it builds our faith. I can honestly believe that I honestly believe that we cannot stay strong in our faith without connection with all our brothers and sisters in Christ. Connection is not simply going to a baseball game or, or having some meals with people. Uh, you know, connection takes place when Christians talk about the Lord. I think that when the early church met, they did a lot of time, they sat around and did a lot of talking about the Lord. There's nothing wrong with talking about the big game. Today is Super Bowl Sunday. And everybody is, you know, this is the day everybody gets together and, and they invite people over and, and have wings and pizza and talk about the game and, and then talk about the commercials because sometimes the commercials are better than the game, right? So it's that fellowship that happens, that connecting. And then on Monday, if we don't get snowed in, everybody will make their way to work and they will talk about the game. And we'll sit around and we'll talk about, you know, the plays and break it down. Well, at least... At least in my world, that's what I do. You know, we break it down and talk about, well, this should have happened, or he should have did this. Or we might even talk about that one person, if he's going to talk to the media or not. And so there's nothing wrong with talking about the big game. There's nothing wrong with getting with a group of people, and if you're a car person, and talking about cars and, and other things. But what we need to do is spend more time talking about the Lord when we are connecting with each other. Because that's when our faith is built up. Think about this for a second. Maybe some of you have had this experience already in your life, that you've been with a group of people, and you're sitting around and you're talking, and next thing you know, you start talking about the Lord. And things go on for hours. People are sharing about what has happened in their walk with God. Or they're sharing a testimony of something else that's happened. And you end up, you're praying together, you're with each other, and you leave that group, and you walk out, and you say, man, that was the best time I've had. I feel, I feel like I'm built up. There was a great message out of that. And the reason that's taken, taken place is because we took some time in our connection time to talk about the Lord. Proverbs chapter 27, verse 17 says, as iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. Connecting builds accountability. One reason why we should be devoted to connection is because it builds accountability. When we belong to a group of Christian friends, you'll find that you can talk to your group of friends about things you're struggling with in your faith. And you can ask them, hey, can you pray with me as I'm struggling this? You'll find out this, this group of friends, this accountability group that you have with them, they will encourage you through your walk. Connecting builds accountability. The other thing that connection does, it builds unity. Connection builds unity. The church is called the family of God. And we as the church are all one body. And each and every one of you in, in church is important to the body. Each and every one of you are important. Connection builds unity. It did in the early church and it still does now. And I hope all of you see the importance of connection. We cannot stay strong without being connected. You can say, well, Pastor Keith, I come to church on Sunday morning. I think I'm pretty connected. When I walk in the door, 
I make my way to the free coffee or the cafe. And while I'm there, I might greet a few people, say hello, you know, talk. And then when I come into where I'm sitting at, you know, my assigned area with the people around me, I I say hello and talk. I think I'm pretty connected. You know, we talk a little bit. And I'm going to tell you, that is great. Yeah, there's some connection going on there. But I also want to tell you, connection needs to happen more than on a Sunday. Connection needs to take place throughout the week. Sunday's not enough time. You need more than that. You need more connection with each other. Because it's going to build you up. It's going to help you. One of the things I, I like to do at home is cook. And I need to clarify that because my wife is in here right now. And is the part of the cooking I like to do is I like to, I like to do the grill and I like to cook on my, with my smoker. I like to experiment with those things and, and, and make sure and do those kind of things and have fun with that. And, and I'll read these magazines on, you know, what, what kind of wood chips I should be using and, you know, what kind of, you know, fire I should have with different types or how hot my fire should be. And I've even played with, you know, using charcoal, even sometimes grilling, because they tell, I've read that uh, supposedly charcoal gives a better flavor when you cook and, you know, it helps and I didn't see that, but I, I played with it and wanted to. And the one thing I noticed is this. When I pulled, pull, put all my uh, charcoals together and I, I lit it on fire, there was a bunch of them together, and that fire was strong. It was a big fire. But I've also played with it where, you know, just me playing around, well, let me pull one of these charcoals out and put it off to the side and see what it does. And what I've noticed is when you take one and you place it off to the side here, The fire stays for a little bit. But eventually, that fire goes out. But the group of charcoal here is still burning. And it's the same thing with our walk with the Lord. If we get away from each other, our fire is going to go out. We are designed to stay together and be together and keep burning together. So I ask you, are you devoted to connection. Connection also builds relationships. I've learned that most people have, uh, they want good friendships. If you want to build good friendships in the church, you need to get involved with the things in the church. You can't expect good relationships to be built if you're not connecting with other Christians. In the early church, if you look and you see, the early church really was close-knit a group of people. They were all together all the time. They had things in common. And I believe that the, the reason that the early church had such a good relationship was because of their devotion to connection. One of the great things about being a Christian is the bond that exists between us. People over history have been impressed with this bond that Christians have and that strong relationship that exists between each other. And the reason I believe there's a strong bond is because of the connection that takes place when Christ is, filled, is lifted up in our relationships. Relationships are, strength, are strengthened. Think of it this way. When Christ is at the center of everything that we do, we're stronger. If Christ is at the center of our marriage, guess what's going to happen? You're going to have a strong marriage. If Christ is at the center of your friendship, guess what's going to happen? You're going to have strong friendships. 
That's the bond that exists between us. It's because we all have Christ. Another thing that connection does, connection builds the, the kingdom. Connection builds the kingdom. I think the greatest benefit of fellowship that exists between Christians is it builds the kingdom. Because of fellowship, Christians enjoy more souls. More souls are brought to Jesus. So how does connection happen at Calvary? How does that take place when we talk about that? Connection happens at Calvary through what we call connect groups. If you're new to Calvary, you might say, okay, Pastor Keith, what is a connect group? You need to explain to me what is a connect group. I don't, I don't, I don't know what it is. Connect groups are groups that mostly meet in homes and offer the opportunity to connect and immediately relationships with other believers. Connect groups are a great way to make friends, find support and encouragement, and grow in your faith. They are designed for you to meet people that have some things in common with you. Here at Calvary, we have different types of groups. The groups that we have are the following. We have groups for young adults. If you're a young adult and you say, I want to be connected in a group, here we have a group for you. If you're, if you're somebody, you're, you're couples, we have couples groups. If you have your single, we have singles. We have women's groups. We have men's group. We have mixed groups. We have young married groups. We have military groups. We have young professionals. We have a grief support group. And the list goes on. And many of you are sitting here and say, okay, that's cool, Pastor Keith, a little bit of connect groups, and, you know, it's all right, you know. Some of you might be asking, what, what happens at a connect group? And, and then one of the things that happen at a connect group is one of my favorite things that take place. A lot of groups start their night off or their, their day off, whatever time their group is meeting, with some fellowship with food. That is a way to start a group. They get together they have some kind of food. If it's either a dinner or if it's an appetizer or desserts, it happens that way. Then the group usually has a little bit of time where the leader is, uh, brings a lesson in and you sit around as a group and you study, study that and look into that and that's where the growing takes place in your faith. Because you're, now you're sitting with a group of people and now you're able to ask the questions, okay, I don't understand what just happened there. But you can dive into it more as a group. The most important thing that happens at a group is the time of prayer. I'm going to tell you, church, the best thing that happens at a group is when a group can sit there and I know they're praying for me. And not only are they praying for me that night, but they're praying through for me oh, to the next time we meet together. That is what happens at a connect group. And it's a great time. So what are the benefits of a connect group? The benefits of being involved in a connect group is this. Our walk with the Lord was never intended to be a solo ride. Your walk with the Lord was never intended to be a solo ride. You weren't designed to sit here and try to make your walk as a, a Christian by yourself. This is where connect groups come in. You, you and your group are designed to be together and now you're making that walk together. Whatever your struggles you're having with, guess what? Your group is dealing with that with you. They're praying. They're helping you through with that. That's the benefits of being in a group. And today, my purpose is to convince you and challenge you to get into a connect group or lead a group today. I know that many of you have hesitations, and I understand that. 
So I'm asking you to give a connect group a chance. We are so convinced that connect groups is the will for you and for the church that if you go to the group and you're not satisfied, you can come to me, Pastor Chad and Pastor Bill, and we'll try to find you another group. We're not going to just say, oh, well, we tried. Sorry about your luck. No, because we believe and connect, and we want you to be a part of that. So what's so powerful about connect groups? Connect groups are a powerful way for you to grow spiritually. Can you grow spiritually without being in a connect group? I suppose you can. But how can you, well, how can you know you're growing spiritually unless you're in a connect group? Here, when I was a kid growing up, you know, I would, before I would go out and hang out with my friends or, you know, do things, one of the things I, I did a lot, and, and I can't believe I'm telling you this story now, but just, I would take my football and go outside and go in my backyard, and I would throw the football high in the air, but far enough out that I can run and get underneath it and make the catches by myself. And I was envisioning myself, and I'd even dive out and make like the fingertip catch. And, and I would, you know, act like I'm jumping over people. And some of you are looking at me like, oh, <laughs> Pastor Keith didn't have any friends. <laughs> no, I had friends. But I would do this, and I would, I would practice this, and, and I would, you know, even have the ESPN theme song in my head. But I would just do this, and I would go and play with my friends and play football or play in school because in my backyard I was good but I really didn't know how good I was until I played on a team and it's the same way for you and us how can others know you are grown spiritually unless you're in a connect group let me clarify something about connect groups too being a powerful way to grow spiritually there's uh, connect groups that are done right are a powerful way to grow spiritually. And what I mean by that is there's a healthy balance of a Bible study going on. There's a healthy balance of fellowship. There's a healthy balance of ministry taking place. And we have a lot of connect groups that are finding places where they can serve in the church or they're signing up during serve week and they're doing things together. That's a healthy connect group. Connect group is a great place to grow spiritually. Going to a connect group is like going to a gym. It's a place to exercise your spiritual, exercise, uh, your spiritual muscles. A connect group helps you apply the Bible to every area of your life. And today I want to give you three reasons today why you should join a connect group. Three reasons, and if you're writing this down, I encourage you to write it down, and maybe you can go back and look at it later. But the first reason is this, is the friendship factor. In a connect group, you'll meet people that become lifelong friends. Lifelong friends. I've been doing connect groups for a long time, and I'm going to be honest with you, church. I have lifelong friends. Friends that have been a part of my group that I know I can call on and say, hey, I got a plumbing issue. I don't know what I'm doing. And these friends are like, hey, I can help you out. Or they're just there for me. I can 
They'll text me even just throughout the week and just say, ask me how I'm doing. These are lifelong friends. You'll also find out you're not alone in your struggles, in your life. You'll have support. The body of Christ really becomes a family like it's supposed to be. Number two, the reason why you should join Connect Group is the challenge factor. The challenge factor. In a connect group with accountability relationships, we are challenged by those who love us and to move on toward uh, what God has for us. In a connect group, your group's going to push you and challenge you. Hey, look, God wants to use you. God has this plan for you. Keep moving forward. And honestly, in life, we need people like that that keep pushing us along and helping us and giving that encouragement that we need. We need that challenge. The third reason is the health factor. Being involved in a consistent, growing relationships that are based on Christ generally improve our health in every way. It improves in our spirit, in our soul, in our body. Now, I know some of you are sitting here and you, you have reasons why you don't want to join a group. I don't have time. Pastor Keith, you don't know what you're talking about. Or, I can't find anybody that likes me. All these things. But these are some of the reasons that I found out obstacles into joining a connect group. The first one is fear. We have this fear of going on, that, uh, hey, I got to go to somebody's house. I don't know if I can do that. I don't know what I'm going to walk into. Am I going to walk into somebody's house and they have all kinds of dogs and cats and birds flying around? What am I walking into? I have this fear of going to their house. Or the fear of how am I going to fit in? Why am they don't think that I'm cool enough? Why am they don't think that they don't like me or I don't like them? There's this fear of that. Or the fear of, hey, I got to pray. Why am they ask me to pray out loud? And church, I understand these fears. I get them. We get them. We, we know that there's fears out there. But a couple things that we can do to help address this fear. We have groups currently right now that do meet here at the church. So if you're not comfortable going to somebody's house, I can plug you into one of these groups that meet here at the church. So you can build yourself up and before you go to somebody's house. As far as, as praying out loud, please understand this. We're not, there's the connect group leaders not stand there saying, well, John came today and he didn't talk to anybody. There's a check against him. John didn't pray out loud. Check against him. I'm going to email Pastor Keith and tell him he's not saved. No one is doing that. We're not sitting there judging and saying, okay, look, they didn't pray out loud. We'll build you up to that point of that, where that takes place. The question is, what happens, the fear of, what happens if I don't fit in, Pastor? And we, we just ask you this, give a group a try. Just don't go the first time and say, okay, I didn't fit in. It's going to take a couple times to go. You have to go a couple times. And if it still doesn't work, let me know. And I'll help you find another group. And you can understand this too. Once you find another group or you don't fit in that group, you, you don't have to worry about your connect group leader looking at you down the hallway like, oh, here they come. They didn't fit in our group. 
There's something wrong with them, not us. No one is looking at you and judging you that way. We want to find the best group for you, what your interests are. So if the first one doesn't work out, we'll find one for you. There's other obstacles in joining the group, our schedules. We, we live in a, a busy world right now. Uh, our, our cell phones and our calendars keep us busy and appointments where we need to go at and stuff. And I understand that. I, my calendar's full a lot and, you know, and doing things. But we have connect groups that meet different nights of the week, uh, a couple times a month or once a month. So we can find a group for you. So don't let scheduling keep you from a group. The other one is child care. Basically, I have a couple kids. I can't join a group because what am I going to do with my group? We have it figured out. We have groups that have closets. So when you come with your kids, they put your kids in the closet. Great, great babysitter for you. It's, it's there. No, we have groups that have kids that attend. They have activities for the kids. They have things figured out for them. So you can be a part of that group and go to that group and your kids can be a part of that group. Here's the cool thing about that. I've been doing this for a while with groups and my kids have, you know, they're older now, but they've grown up through with connect groups and I've watched them over the years. They, they were more excited sometimes than me than going to a connect group because they're there, they're there, they can hang out with their friends. And isn't it cool, church, that not only are we connecting, but our kids are connecting. Because now they have lifelong friends as well. So don't let those fears stop you. Today I have two testimonies of people being a part of a group that their life's been changed through it. And I, and I want to read them for you today. The first one is uh, from a lady here who attends church here, and she actually works in an office now. Her name's Rebecca Clark, and her testimony goes, uh, says, My mother was diagnosed with cancer a few years ago, and we were still fairly new to the church and didn't know a whole lot of people, but my parents had joined a connect group. They were so supportive to our family during that difficult time. When she got worse and was in and out of the hospital, rehab, and finally hospice, the Connect group was there with us. I can remember one of the times mom was in the hospital, and we thought we might lose her. Two of the ladies were there with us in the waiting room every day. They would only talk with us if we were up to talking. Otherwise, they were there just there comforting us and their presence in case we needed anything. And... And people were constantly stopping by with food for us to eat in the waiting room. But that's not where that, that stopped, not by a long shot. They drove to Detroit to pick up family at the airport. They cooked us uh, all kinds of meals. They cleaned our house. They did everything and everything we needed. Even people from my parents' former group visited and helped out. Everyone was so amazing. Such a blessing to have while we went through all of this. After my mom died, they were, uh, they were there for us then too. God really blessed us by putting these people in our lives. And even though they're not in my, my connect group, I still know and feel close to these people as well. They haven't only affected my parents' lives, they affected mine as well. Another uh, testimony of someone being a part of a connect group is from Paula Vorsek. She says, I started attending Calvary in 2005. I was searching for a church where I could grow my faith, but I didn't know exactly what I was looking for. I would go to church on Sundays and then leave. 
never talking to anyone. In 2007, my husband and I were invited to join a connect group. Now, I wasn't sure, sure what the connect group was, and I'm kind of shy around people. I don't know. This was a way out of my comfort zone. My husband, Val, saw that I was having trouble connecting with people and really pushed me to join the group. We started attending it, and it has changed my life. I made some really good friends. We've laughed together a lot. We've prayed together. These are people who walk through life's challenges with us. We share our struggles, our triumphs. They challenge me and help me grow. Joining a connect group has helped me grow in my faith like nothing else could have. That's two people in part of a connect group. If I would have sent out the email and asked for more, I would have got tons more. People's lives are being changed being a part of a connect group. So today, my challenge is this. What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? Would you love to experience that part of it? Are you willing to take the connect group challenge today? You might be sitting here today and thinking, well, Pastor Keith, I've filled out that connect group card that you have at the kiosk like five times. And no one has has gotten back to me and got me plugged in the group. And I'm going to stand here today and tell you, I'm sorry. And we know, we know we have a problem right now. We know that it's happened. And Pastor, you've heard Pastor Chad this morning talk about numbers. And as people are coming in, they are, they're filling out that connect group card. Say, I want to be a part of that group. And we're sitting there and we're trying to decide where to put people. Because the problem that we have is we don't have enough leaders. At Calvary, right now, currently, we have about 30 connect groups. If we're averaging over 1,500 people, how do you fit 1,500 people in 30 groups? Doesn't happen. There's some groups right now that are so full that they need to rent a hall when they get together. They can't get everybody in the house. Can't do it. So church... The need and the time is we need leaders right now to lead a connect group. As I'm standing here and I look out there and, and I know, and people are listening right now, I know that you're a leader. So what are you waiting for? You can be leading a group. This is your chance to help others to connect. And this is your chance to help people experience life change. This is a chance for you to make friends for a lifetime. Not only will you give somebody a chance to experience life change, you can experience yourself. We need leaders. And some of you are thinking, I don't qualify to be a leader. See, we're looking for leaders who have a personal relationship with Jesus and can create a place with connection. You don't have to be a Bible scholar. Oh, we'll give you the tools you need to run your group. Right now, a lot of our groups are using the Right Now Media. And we're encouraging small groups right now to do that, to go to Right Now Media and have, that, have the videos there and use as your group and use the discussions there. In the next couple of weeks, Pastor Chad and I will be working together and we are going to take uh, his sermon and we're going to come up with questions that we'll be able to send out to Connect group leaders. So in your Connect group, you'll be able to have to talk about Pastor Chad's sermon and have questions there. A lot of you are, are great leaders and have material that you can use. 
So we'll give you the tools. We just need leaders now. You as a leader can create the group you want. You can theme it the way you want. Because there's people in this church that have the same interests as you do. And what I mean by that, you can create a motorcycle group if you want. As long as they're connect, growing and serving going on. You can create a guarding group. You can create Ohio State Buckeye group or a Cleveland Browns group. Whatever group you can come up with, you can create it. But as long as people are connecting and they're growing in their faith, that's what we want. That's where the life change happens. This sermon series, Bodybuilding, has been great. And as we talked about earlier, Calvary's mission statement is life change. And we believe that happens with connect, grow, and serve. Church, I'm a product of the connect part. For nearly 20 years, we have been involved in connect groups ministry here at Calvary. During these times, my wife, Marna, and I, uh, we have been encouraged by others to grow in our marriage to, to grow in, uh, in our, uh, as, as we walk as parents, to grow with all these uh, different things in our areas in our life. We've created lasting friendships. Some of my favorite experiences at Calvary have included relationships we've made by connecting with others. See, it's our desire for you to have that experience as well, that life change. We believe it happens through connect groups. And this morning when you walked in, many of you should have received a bulletin. And inside that bulletin is this connect group card. And I want you to take that out here and look at this connect group card. I want you to look at this card and ask yourself, am I connected? Am I connected to the body? Am I connected in a group right now? Or is there something missing in my life? Is there a hold, a hole or a void that's not, that's not there? And if there is, I want you to, don't waste any time. Fill this out. Put your name, your email, your phone number. Tell me what, uh, what's the best days available for you to meet. Check the age group. Because my goal is this, as a church, even on the pastors, we want to match you up as close as possible to a group. If there's any other information you want to share, put it right there. And today, throughout the church, we have tables that are set up. One outside the table, uh, outside this atrium doors here, one out, up above here by the elevator, and one in the atrium. And there's a bowl there, and there's connect group leaders And they're wearing a shirt that says connect. And I want you to take that card and just turn it into them. And allow us to be able to place you in a connect group. Maybe you're holding this card today and you're you're sitting here and you're looking at it. And God is pulling at your heart saying, it is time for you to step up to be a connect group leader. Today is your day. We're going to give you the tools you need. We're going to help you. But I can tell you this much. By doing that, 
you're going to get a chance to allow everybody else to have life change in your home or wherever you meet. If that is you today, I want you just to fill out the card and right at the bottom, check, I am interested in becoming a connect group leader. And please understand this, as today as I collect the cards, that I'm not going to call you tomorrow or this week and say, look, I have a group for you. I'm going to ask that you give us a month to get it all together, to figure out where we're going to place everybody at and where we're going to put leaders at. If you're listening on, uh, if you're watching online today and you say, hey, I want one of those cards, Pastor Keith, simply all you got to do is email me at connect at toledocalvary.org and we'll get you plugged in or allow you to be a leader. Let's pray this morning. Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for this opportunity to share about Connect. And Lord, from the beginning of time with the early church, you've had people connecting. We've seen the growth that's happened through churches in the, or with the early church with this connecting going on. So Lord, we pray today that that continues to go on. Lord, we pray that today when people fill out that card, that we can place them to be connected. Lord, I pray as someone's standing there looking at their card that there's no hesitations to fill this out. There's no fears. There's no scheduling that gets in the way of this. But we're open to connect today. Lord, I also pray as there, there's people in here and they're online or then in the different venues, God, that you challenge them today to step up to be that leader that you've called them to be. That this is their chance to help people connect. God, I pray for all of our connect groups. God, I pray that every group, that your Holy Spirit falls in these groups. That lives are changed. That we will hear life story change Sundays. That we'll hear the stories that come out of this. That people have been saved through these groups. We thank you for today, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for allowing me to share with you this morning. And again, encourage you to don't rush out without filling that card out. Because I believe that card is going to change your life. And uh, have a great week, a safe travels home. And hopefully you don't get snowed in for days and all that stuff, crazy stuff they're talking about. So have a blessed week. Continue to pray for Pastor Chad and Pastor Bill as they travel. They'll be back this, uh, this next Sunday. And have, again, have a good week.